on Jay. What's up? Good morning, Manish. How are you? I'm rocking, bro. Couldn't be better with my family back home in Bombay. So chilling and having a great time with them after a year, man. After a year. Couldn't how's Bombay? How's how's it going? Is it alive? Bombay's Bombay is kind of a mini lockdown, so it's not alive as I would like it to be. But yeah, came here to meet my parents, my sister. So so with them, you know, moving around, trying on new cafes, uh, watching movies with them. So just just uh, family time, which I was just longing for, man. It was a long time in Dubai. I was away from them, so so it's been nice. How's Dubai? What's happening there, bro? It's uh, it's it's good. Obviously, it's getting it's actually getting like very sticky. The weather okay. is just very weird. Okay. Some days, like I wake up at six in the morning to go to the gym, and I'm like, okay. "Wow, it's beautiful! Like I wanna, uh, like it's gonna be a great day." And then I'll finish the gym at eight, and it just becomes like hot and sticky and humid. And I'm like, "What is going on?" Evenings also the same. You know, it it just gets sticky. Some days it's cool. It's a very iffy okay. uh, weather. But yeah, deep into we were talking about this deep into CFA prep. Oh yes, your exams coming up, man! Next month, just around the corner. Next month, just around the corner. I mean, by by the time this podcast comes out, <laughs> I I would have probably been done with the exam. You might be waiting for the result. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I'm I'm deep into CFA prep, and uh, hopefully hopefully things go well. They're occupying Amazing. most of my time right now. I'm wishing you all the best, bro. Wishing you all the very best. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, bro. So, guys, welcome to the show. This is session number six, and what are we going to talk about, Jay? The best resources, uh, you know, for ah, anybody nice. to to begin getting into the space. You know, we always, like I said before, I always get questions or worries about from my friends that this is like such an intimidating world to get into, and I agree. But again, it comes down to the fact that it's things are made to be more difficult than they are, and it comes down. And then, and then, really, it's about how to begin, right? How do you get started within this within this world? And yeah, so today's episode is is geared towards helping one find the best resources that we've kind of come across awesome. in order for us to get started. Yeah, I'll just also add uh, to one more thing: why resources are important. One reason is, you know, if you if you remember that analogy where where six blindfolded people, you know, touch an elephant and they ask, "What is it?" Okay, someone touches the leg and says, "It's a tree." Someone touches the ears and says, "It's a it's a sheet. It's a piece of cloth." Or someone touches the trunk and says, "It's uh, something else." And all six of them are blindfolded, so they they can they can feel the elephant, but they 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 can visualize something else in their mind. All right, and it is very possible, very likely that you also could be blindfolded about your investments because you're only seeing one angle. You're not seeing from a holistic point of view or all different angles, and that's why I feel resources, whether it's a form of books, podcasts, blogs, you know, courses that you do, just makes you see. Things from so many different angles, eventually, which could allow you to make better decisions. Purely because you know Warren Buffett says such an amazing thing, Jay. He says in life, you just need two, three decisions to go damn right for you. And if those two, three decisions go damn right for you, it could, it could just turn your whole life around. Absolutely, you know, very. And it's very important to kind of 
understand i mean when we when we get into the resources we'll 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 dive deeper as to why we like these resources or why we use certain resources but like many said it just helps you get a wider ability to think right you you think of things from so many different perspectives that you never thought you would absolutely absolutely and you know one is is that it allows you to think broader from different angles the other benefit of having resources is that it allows you to go deeper like right now i you know i've, I've shared this with jay and i think i've shared on this podcast also my entire 2021 i'm dedicating to become good at accounting so i've been in sales all my life and and purely because of which i've never developed this proficiency in accounting and going to the nuts and bolts of a business and i am predominantly reading books that dissect the whole business unit economics nuts and bolts all right uh, microeconomics uh, inside of a business and just and of course the accounting and the valuation and everything that comes along it just allows me to go deeper and the more i study the more confident i get in being able to analyze value of a company and the price i'm willing to pay for it uh, which which is something which i'm dedicating this whole year to right. and, and that helps that helps you know like jay's half of the year is going to go for the cfa you know designation but it just allows him to go deep on 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 cfa uh, and i'm i'm going deep on on accounting and and that's another reason i need a lot of resources to allow me to just dig deeper and deeper and deeper so jay what should we begin with the books yeah let's begin with the books okay. i i think you know we 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 can structure in a way where we first talk about like the books and then we talk about maybe blogs and and internet resources uh right. and then we could talk a little bit about podcasts and you know audio video visuals kind of thing and yeah, yeah maybe a youtube channel yeah right yeah or even or yeah. even netflix uh there's, there's a lot of good content on netflix that that really good really help but yeah done so so guys i jay i'll share with you the book that i feel is a must read for everyone managing money their own money or if there are advisors listening to this managing clients money or anyone who's even in college or graduating from college aspiring to make money if there's one good book i could tell everyone to read is is a book called psychology of money by morgan housel it's one of the most beautiful books okay that has been written about investing and in the simplest language possible with the best example see you know the beauty of learning is that you 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 have everything to learn all right and you can you can pick up so many topics concepts uh, and stuff written but where educators or authors fail is to be able to give you an analogy which makes that concept easier for you so that you could remember for life you know Correct. like like so many examples that have stuck with me have stuck with me because the example was just so profound all right and if investing was made that simple okay it just makes you so much a better investor no matter how much i talk about this book it's less but morgan housel talks about investing in the most beautiful manner i've ever read it's called psychology of money you know it's got examples of warren buffett bill gates jeff bezos they are examples but you may not even be aware of it i i, I just want to share with you something that stuck with me jay which is just so beautiful i shared on twitter also recently so warren buffett was playing golf all right with a few of his friends and uh, four friends and they were playing uh, eight, some nine course or 18 18 hole course or whatever mm. i don't play golf yeah so something like that all right and they were on the last hole or something and one friend says tells warren warren if you land up hitting all right the ball in the hole what is it called birdie or something 
yeah, I'm, I, I don't, I'm, I'm <laughs> all in one, right? Isn't that what it's called? A hole in one? Oh, I don't know. Hole in one or hole in two, something like that. All right. So they challenged Warren Buffett and they said, Warren, if you land up hitting the ball, all right, then then you win $10,000. But uh, but if you don't land up hitting the ball, all right, then you lose $1,000. So if you look at the odds that were placed, all right, on firstly, the money is pittance for Warren Buffett, not even like pocket change. And he was he had 10, uh, odds of 10 is to 1, which means if you hit the ball, it's 10 is to 1. But if you if you lose the bet, then you pay us $1,000. And Warren Buffet says, oh, $100, not even $1,000. Maybe it was $100 bet, all right? And Warren Buffet says, no, I'm not taking the bet. And they said, Warren, it's $100. He said, you know what? He's, he's just so amazing. He said, if I am casual with, the, with, with small amounts of money, I'll be casual with large amounts of money also. So I don't take the bet because the bet doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's such a beautiful example. Man. So, so that's one book. That I highly recommend, which is which is psychology of money and Morgan houses. Things will stick in your mind like it's never stuck before. Yeah, I mean, for for me, like like Manish knows, like I I, I don't read books personally. I I studied in a university that was half liberal arts and half business, and I got pretty much A's and and maybe like B pluses were like my lowest grades when it came to the business side of things. But I was you know flunking my my liberal arts side of things because I just couldn't read books except one course which was you know drugs and intoxicants in world history that's a side topic I loved that course I read every book that the professor told me to read but other than that I just could not read books I just never did as a child and even though my mother would would force me to but I just couldn't but one book you know that I I have a short attention span so that's what makes it difficult for me to read but the intelligent investor I mean most people would have heard about this book Benjamin Graham that's like a bible for the bible, anybody the bible who, yeah it's 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 really the bible i mean it explains to you investing markets you know something as simple as like selling why people sell when the market is going down you know it just does not make sense like that's a point where if you have conviction you should be buying more things as simple as that you know that you you don't really get in your head i mean most people just if, if the market goes down they take that as an opportunity to, to sell but it it just makes sense and and i think there's one there's one analogy in that book that stuck with me if i recall it correctly it's it's newton i think or i i'm pretty sure it's newton who invested in the stock market and made i, I don't remember the numbers exactly so i'm going to make up this example but he invested 100 pounds, it became 200 pounds, he took profits on it. And then his friends were still holding that, that stock, it went all the way up to 900 pounds. And Newton was like, man, I should have held on, I should buy. decided to buy back mm. in because he felt, you know, FOMO, remorse, and then yeah. lost it all. And then like, someone as brilliant as Newton was decided that, you know, the stock market's not for me. It's it's a place that yeah. I don't understand, and uh, and I love the statement he makes. I can I can understand the constellation and the stars and the physics of movement of the galaxy, but I can't understand the movement of human beings in the stock market. It is so yes. Fun. So, you know, it it's amazing. It's really amazing. And and this, you know, that that stuck with me because stock market participants, right? People who participate in the market are are a variety of people. <laughs> you know, if you think about it. It's not just people who are in this world of 
of finance. It's not people, it's not just people like me and Manish or like more like me. I mean, for Manish, he's not, he's not directly involved in picking stocks. But even, even Manish is a participant. I am a participant because it's my daily job and I do this level of analysis. And But that's a very skewed part. I mean, there's still so many people who are invested in stocks through many avenues. You know, you could be a librarian and be invested in stocks and you take and you think about stocks completely differently. So it, it, it helps to kind of understand who the participants are and... and and there's always a place for everybody in the stock market. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that book uh, also had one lesson which was so beautiful. Benjamin Graham says that uh, this is the only market in the world where people are upset when things are on sale. Like you'd be super yeah. excited if things are on sale on Carrefour in a supermarket. But when stock market goes on sale, which means it crashes 50% and 70% and you are like crying and upset and, you know, but that's the time people should buy. But that doesn't happen. It's, it's a funny, funny place. But you know, that book, Benjamin Graham says, I don't want the stock markets to go up. I wanted to stay low so that I could keep accumulating. Whereas if yeah. you look at the tendency of most investors, is like I buy now, I should go, it should go 100% up. It should become 2x and 5x. Uh, so it's a beautiful book and just gives you an amazing perspective of investing, you know. Absolutely. There's very like simple math in the book that explains concepts so brilliantly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really like a Bible. And also, and, I, I can bet you won't understand good chunk in it. If there is a possibility. But ask. I, I highly recommend, you know, if you don't understand something, highlight and ask someone, which we always sell in podcasts, all right? Ask and seek advice from an expert. You you land up picking up picking up some gems if you were to just get hit, you know, be stuck with a topic which you didn't understand. And then you ask someone and clear it out for yourself. Jay, the last uh, book I want to share, it's not a book uh, per se, it's not a tip, it's not one particular book, but I would want to highly recommend read autobiographies, all right, the house that Jack built, the story of Jack Ma, the book called Elon Musk by Ashley Vance, or, or Warren Buffet's autobiography called Snowball, these are three which are remarkable, which are remarkable, it, it's, it's so important to understand investing, through the eyes of the founder, because if you don't, if you don't know what, or, or Steve Jobs autobiography by Walter Isaacson, if you don't know what the founder's gone through to build what he has built, you'll always look at a company as a as a paper being traded in the market which has a price, but you 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 might never actually understand what has gone behind building this company. You know, I want to give a, fu- a funny stat, Jay. All right, yeah, uh, it's. I don't remember the figures exactly, but maybe maybe I'll, I'll dig into it and find out. It says that founder-led companies are is is one of the best compounders in the equity category in the equity asset class, where companies led by founder operators have done phenomenal, you know, over a period of hundred plus years, and that is why I highly encourage you to read autobiography so that you could look at companies from a point of view of who's running it. If you think management is not important, company culture is not important, you're wrong. It's not just the products they have. The management and company culture plays such an important role. And reading autobiographies of founders, operators, you know, owners of these fantastic companies just allows you to see investing from a from a from a different lens, not just an analytical lens, just from an understanding what's what's holding 
you know what's the backbone of this company and that always is a culture the management the thinking strategy from the top it helps absolutely you know so i guess that was about the books jay any other book that comes to your mind uh no i mean again i think it it helps for for me personally outside of books you know the 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 curriculum the cfa curriculum has has been just an encyclopedia of information for anybody who I, I was telling Manish this too. It started off as something that was just meant to be a push for my career, but today it's a, it like I go, I look at the book and I just I keep wanting to read it. You know, I was telling my friend I wish I could do my CFA level two again because I did it with so much, you know, anxiety and and rush, and I it wasn't like my daily job, so I didn't really process as much of the information. But honestly, if anybody wants to, you know. do this if anybody wants to get understand finance to a little bit deeper extent i highly recommend the 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 cfa even if it's not for your career uh, it's just a brilliant plethora of resources that's available because of that absolutely it just opens up so many rabbit holes for for you to you know fulfill your curiosity yeah absolutely so that's that's a course recommendation okay correct right jay correct you know for me one of the courses that uh, stands out for me may not look like it has much to do with investing but it has a lot to do with you your ability to make sense of the amount of stuff you will get to read or you're exposed to blogs podcasts youtube and cfa if you're ever going to choose to study what happens is that you're overwhelmed with knowledge and information and it just uh, you know they say applied knowledge is power knowledge alone is nothing but applied knowledge is power what happens is a lot of knowledge just gets forgotten and never gets applied and because it never gets applied you're never able to make sense of a lot of knowledge or information that you've been exposed to it just disappears so i yeah. have a course jay called building a second brain uh, maybe after your cfa you can like look into it or like it was phenomenal for me it the whole course centered around the premise how can you organize the information and the knowledge you're exposed to distill it so that you can use it for for accomplishing goals in in endeavors you're involved with like it, it's amazing what people are, what what kind of stuff is available today for person to learn and i i it was recommended by someone and i I look up to this person. He recommended, so I did it. It was seven fifty dollar course, actually a fifteen hundred dollar course, but I got a discount. But it was it was phenomenal. That seven fifty dollars was absolutely worth it. You might, my wife told me, "Are you nuts? You're paying how to use Evernote and you know apps and stuff to retain knowledge." But it was phenomenal. It helped me to start my own blog. It helped me to clear my CFA. It helped me big time over there. Now in the process of launching a podcast. building a second brain you know it's fantastic being able to retain the knowledge and use it for for endeavors is important you know just yeah just gaining knowledge is not absolutely so that, any any youtube channel that comes to your mind jay any anything that stands uh, out for you i really like ray dalio's channel i think it's called the economic machine as one video that's a, that's right. a, that's a brilliant phenomenal you know as a summary in my level 3 class something is you know I, i'm saying simple because it's meant to be simple at this stage you know the the entire cycle of inflation interest rates monetary policy 
it still didn't come to me as naturally as I wanted it to come to me. If somebody asked me to explain it, I'd be able to explain it to somebody, but it's not as intuitional. And a friend of mine in the class said, bro, just watch The Economic Machine by Ray Dalio on YouTube and it'll all make sense. And guys, this is, it's, it's I think, a little less than half an hour. I have showed it to my friend who's a car salesman. I've shown it to somebody who's in HR. It all makes sense. You know, everything from how the economy actually works uh, is so beautifully summed up in this video using a little bit of animations. It's, I, I love it. It's just a phenomenal must-watch 30-minute thing. 20, 21 million views on YouTube. All right. How the economic machine works. Uh, it's, it's a must-watch. Indeed. Phenomenal. Ray Dalio himself. Uh, I've read his autobiography also called Principles. And uh, yeah. You know, the guy has made a fortune, okay, on, on his ability to analyze what is happening in the world. And it's not easy. Macroeconomics is not easy. Dissecting a business on a security or a business level is still so much more doable. That's what many people choose to. Macroeconomics is a beast of its own. And the guy has made a fortune on macroeconomic analysis. And he yeah. puts it so simply in this video. Please do watch it. Absolutely. I'll just share a YouTube channel. This is, this is for anyone of you who's investing in India. You know, this YouTube channel is actually from a, from a, in India stock spaces, but it teaches so much. It's called uh, School of Intrinsic Compounding. All right. It goes as SOIC. Uh, the guy running it is Ishmit Singh, if I remember his second name properly. All right. But his content, Jay, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. The stuff he, you know what he does, Jay? He will every week come out with the video. It's called School of Internet Compounding YouTube channel. Every week come, come out with the video. Either he will dissect a whole company. Either he will dissect a whole industry. Either he will dissect a book he's read. All right. Maybe he would have read, you know, Phil Fisher's book or a Warren Buffett book. Either he will dissect, you know, certain narrative change that is happening to a particular company. The way he, and you know, he doesn't want to manage money. He's, he's a, he himself is a very big investor. Doesn't want to manage money for anyone, but is committed to bringing content to you to educate you, which has allowed him to build the portfolio he's built for himself. So if you're Amazing. keen on, a, if you're keen, I, I love social media, man. The stuff we are doing with podcasts, we are not doing it for the money, all right. And there are stuff people are doing, all right. With social media to educate people. It's just amazing what he's done. I'm a big fan of his. He's maybe 10 years younger to me also. He'll be like 27, 28-ish. But but yeah, school of internet compounding is another resource you could you could plug into and see for yourself. Correct, yeah. So that's the YouTube channels, all right. Uh, I think I think Jeb, you should share a few of blogs or websites also that people could refer to, <coughs> which will allow them to gain an understanding. Yeah, I mean, I for me personally, like there's a there's a website I use called Sum Zero. It's a it's a website that you have to write a. Uh, an investment thesis that's thousand words and you have to be part of a, a buy side team in order for you to to get access but i use this not to get stock tips but in order for me to better analyze or see how people are, are looking at companies you know different industries different sectors how to analyze a company within a bio biopharma space for instance right and this kind of really digs deeper helps me understand what are the drivers for those kind of businesses now i understand that that that's not a resource that's accessible to anyone but you know there's a lot of sell side stuff that's that's on the internet 
So if you just literally Google, uh, should I buy Apple stock? And you will see, you know, multiple blogs from, let's say, Motley Fool or names are not coming to my head right now because I, I tend to avoid those sites. But you will see a bunch of them come up with multiple reasons, multiple rationale as to why you should buy it. And I, and I don't recommend taking that rationale and, and using it. But understand, you know, build your own conviction. But it, it helps to kind of understand how to think of companies. And, and yeah, that's, that's really what, how I would, would begin kind of using that. Uh, Manish? One of my favorite uh, websites is uh, this website called Fundu Professor. You ever heard of it, Jack? No. So Fundu Professor, basically, funduprofessor.wordpress.com, okay, is Sanjay Bakshi, Dr. Sanjay Bakshi. He is a professor in MDI, uh, if you've heard the MBA school in Gurgaon, which ranks among the top 10 schools of India, all right? And he teaches valuation and uh, behavioral finance over there, okay? Uh, wow. Uh, his blogs, his videos on Vimeo, his analysis that he puts out is remarkable. Okay, you you listen to a guy once, you just type Sanjay Bakshi or Fundu Professor on YouTube. He has stuff on YouTube also. He, he's close friends with Charlie Buffet. Uh, sorry, he's close friends with Charlie Manja and Monish Pabrai, if you've heard of these names. You, you've heard of Monish Pabrai? Uh, Jay, another no. investor. So, Obviously, so Charlie actually, Manja, yes. Yeah, so Monish Pabrai is very close friends of Charlie Manja. Monish Pabrai, I, I once shared with you, Monish Pabrai is doing a course for Babson, which is your college students. I Once I shared with you a link. So, so Monish Pabrai, Sanjay Bakshi, Charlie Manja, you know, this is, this is, these are, People known to each other. Of course, Charlie Manjas is a different league. He's a billionaire. But coming to Sanjay Bakshi, funduprofessor.wordpress.com, his talks, his resources, his valuation, his, his, his discussion on modes of businesses, his discussion on human biases, his discussion of the importance of cash flow, his discussion on the narratives that people use for stock market investing. There's not a concept there under the world of investing whether it's technical or behavioral, that this guy has not spoken about. Very sought after. In fact, I wanted to do a course with him, but unfortunately, there's no online course. I'll have to go to Delhi to do it. So I don't know when that's going to happen. But one of my favorite resources to go through is, is funduprofessor.wordpress.com. Lovely. Wow. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it too. It, it seems very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And any, any other resource, Jay, that comes to you? from online, internet, blogs? I mean, we, we'll get into the podcast part of things because, I mean, I think that that in terms of podcasts, highly recommend Robin Hood Snacks. Jay's favorite podcast. <laughs> it's my favorite. I honestly, again, I I don't listen to podcasts as much as I should. And But Robin Hood Snacks, 15 minutes every day. I mean, US working days. But these guys are two phenomenal millennials and really, really, really like in 15 minutes, they cover three can three companies or like at least three stories. And it's it's just amazing how how dumbed down and simple they make company analysis. They don't really dive deep into company analysis, to be honest, but really like key drivers and very unique stories. And I showed it to my boss and my boss rightfully said, you know, when I 
when I listened to the when I when you told me about it first, I thought you were just gonna show like these these were two people. Like I judged the book by its cover, and I thought that these are just gonna be two kids who have no idea what they're talking about and just trying to talk about stocks. But he was like, you could tell that they they know what they're doing. I mean, they're the MBAs from Wharton. Yeah, you know, they're, they're smart. Their energy is brilliant. It's brilliant. Just so peppy and choppy. Brilliant, brilliant. Highly recommended. And honestly, if, if, if for a lot of people, if you think that in like stock analysis or investing is boring, okay, it, it may... It may seem so. I 100% disagree. But you listen to Robin Hood's snacks <laughs> and you will immediately realize it's it's not as boring as, as, it, as it's made out to be, you know. They will help you think about a company like Facebook, Apple, Micron, any Walmart, you know. And, and using analogies that just make sense. Comparing the App Store to Walmart. It was just a phenomenal comparison. I was just like, wow. But yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, you guys should check it out. Amazing. I mean, that's like short, quick, quick gun, Murugan style and uh, a lot of value for sure. And it yeah. comes daily if, I, if I'm right. Correct. Right, daily, but uh, but US daily. So Monday right. to Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Awesome. So, so that's Jay's favorite podcast. Now, I have... Two favorite ones, which which are on the same lines, all right. Uh, they talk about stocks and they talk about the story behind the stocks and the valuation behind the stocks. But these are long-form uh, conversations and it's a discussion between three people. All three are fund managers uh, in both the podcasts. In fact, all three are fund managers managing money and they land up discussing, dissecting the business, the story, the narrative, the, as I said, unit economics and the valuation and the pricing. It's, it's amazing. These are very, how would I say, seasoned investors having a very logical discussion, not biased or emotional in nature, but they're discussed. You know, Jay, I, I, I've shared with you once that Twitter is my second biggest holding. And the reason, I think I've shared with you, right, Jay? That yeah, I was yeah you have. And, and Twitter actually came out from this discussion. But when I heard them talking about it again and then again and made sense to me and then I dug into the company and I started buying in 40s. But but it's amazing what you could learn when experts who are genuinely discussing a company and not emotionally driven for a stand to prove themselves that they are right and others are wrong, but emotionally and even open to feedback, critical feedback and even open to someone punching holes in their thesis. That's the kind of podcast this is. I find it these both podcasts to be the most genuine discussion around investing ideas, thesis that, that one can go through. First one is This Week in Intelligent Investing. Jay, this is the same one which I share on CFA groups earlier. Uh, yeah. This this Week in Intelligent Investing has Chris Bloomstrand. Now the names are not coming. Chris Bloomstrand, Elliot Turner and... Uh, Man, I'm so sorry. I'm not remembering the names are just not hitting me. But there are three fund managers who are basically there. Phil Turner, uh, Elliot, Phil Odway, Phil Odway, Elliot Turner and Chris Bloomstrand discussing stocks, ideas. All right. And the second one is Value After Hours where Toby Carlyle, Bill Brewster and Jake Taylor, three of them uh, discuss. It's amazing. These two are my favorite podcasts. I don't listen to music when I'm driving. I don't listen to music when I'm working out. My podcasts... 
consumption goes to two to three hours minimum on a daily basis, and I land up consuming quite a bit of podcasts. But I'm sharing with you two of them, which are fantastic from a point of view of building your portfolio, investment portfolio, and it could allow you to gain a very deep understanding of stocks. So these are two of my favorite ones. Amazing. I mean, I I I'm the opposite. I I love music. I don't consume. any tv or movies or videos or any of that to to use my time but i i'm an audiophile i love music so i end up spending almost all my time you know in the gym or driving my drive to work is 8 minutes so it's it's a short drive which is two songs and okay. yeah no my drive to work is all over dubai because i'm you know meeting clients and you know having meetings in different places so so i'm maybe driving at least 1 to 2 hours a day but but it's a fantastic use of time jay don't you think so podcast that's the reason why we also began a podcast because it's just a fantastic Absolutely. resource to be consumed when when you're doing Absolutely. something you might be working out driving shopping grocery shopping it just allows you to build your knowledge base of while you're doing other things finishing your chores absolutely. absolutely i agree 100% i mean this is it's 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 great especially as a as a resource as a, to gain new knowledge like when you said it doesn't require you to sit down and and read a book you know it's it's something that you can do while you're doing other things absolutely hey guys and also one more thing sometimes people compare podcast with clubhouse and you know let me tell you one thing about clubhouse people do not come prepared to add value clubhouse is a ad hoc discussion which is good and you can be a part of it and i've been a part of some clubhouse which is a new social phenomenon but i don't find it a value add as much as it is just chit chat as much as i find podcast because because the best podcast today they put tons of research or, or and, and work before they produce a podcast these are podcasts that have phenomenal you know what what do i say ad advertising sponsors these are podcasts which has thousands and thousands some podcasts and millions of followers like like tim ferris podcast if any of you have heard they they do a deep dive on a subject before they even record a podcast i find the quality of podcast and the resource so much better than many other things out there and yeah. clubhouse is not even close to it you know if anyone was thinking about clubhouse it is good it's a good chit chat social chit chat not a resource correct they ever been ever correct. been part of a clubhouse kind of a conversation No, <laughs> I don't. I don't engage. Yeah, you're not missing anything, man. I, 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 you know, I went online just to check. You know, just to check how is it? What, what's the fad about Clubhouse and millions of people joining Clubhouse? And every Clubhouse I went to, Jay, I left it in fifteen twenty minutes. Okay. I people may like it, but I, I love stuff which is produced top notch quality with a lot of research facts with with Correct, which is produced yeah. with a. intention of producing a, a absolutely a that's very important yeah like you know some of these that's podcasts that we are sharing can will stand the test of time they will be applicable they will be helpful to you even years to come when you listen to it absolutely absolutely i agree i just yeah, if you keep yeah learning keep accumulating knowledge obviously easier said than done but you never know where it can or how it can help you in not just the world of finance you know Tomorrow, if you're starting your own business, it helps to understand how people like Jack Ma began their business. Yeah, that's nobody's telling you that you're gonna be, become the next Jack Ma or you should become the next Jack Ma. But there's always lessons to be learned, you know, 
from both successes and failures i'd say absolutely and when you land up learning these lessons you'll realize you cannot be 100% sure of anything or 100% certain of anything oh i am certain amazon will go to 4000 dollars no you can't be certain the day you start saying oh i am certain trust me you'll start you'll make bad decisions because you can't be certain uh, and that kind of humility only comes in when you build your knowledge base going through these resources jay if you don't mind i have one more podcast to share which I Please. think could be a huge value add to people. You know, this podcast is called Invest Like the Best. Jay, it's the number one ranked investing podcast in the world. Okay, uh, it's it's run by Shaughnessy family. Okay, Jim O'Shaughnessy and son's name is Phil O'Shaughnessy, if I rightly remember. I'm I'm not remembering the son name, but it's a father son duo basically. All right, father runs a separate podcast called uh, Loops Infinite Loops, and son runs a podcast called Invest Like the Best. Invest Like the Best beats every investing podcast in the world. Now, the beauty of this podcast, all right, Patrick on O'Shaughnessy. All right, now what Patrick does, Jay, takes every business, okay, that is that he gets recommendations to cover. and he picks the best person in that business and he dissects the entire business so the so the so the podcast session could go anywhere from 1 hour to 2 and a half hours but okay. you will land up learning about a business okay from the person who is the best in that industry i don't know if you if you if any of you listen to the podcast have heard of uh, gaming industry i'm sure you've heard of gaming industry but the person uh, uh, you know who is who is one of the biggest proponents of it and uh, you know venture capitalist in in this industry his name is matthew ball if you were to just say matthew ball you'll understand his credibility he got matthew ball to talk about the gaming industry it blew my mind jay the way he covers the metaverse and the investing angle to it and the different uh, you know possibilities ahead of that industry to open up the way he discuss this uh, this issue that people are having with apple apple charge 30% okay as a yeah. uh, as a toll and the way you discuss that all right and why there is a ruckus around it all right it is phenomenal patrick o'shaughnessy won't bring anyone who isn't on top of the hierarchy in a particular industry he'll only bring like recently he got uh, the owner of a michelin star owner of many michelin star restaurants to talk about the restaurant industry and restaurant is an industry people invest in so his whole thesis of the and by the way he's a factor analyst a fund manager that manages osam funds all right which runs on factor factor based modeling so the guy is a fund manager himself and a multi multi millionaire uh, his father and now him all right so again his entire podcast is only for educating it's free why not so uh, why not the restaurant like, industry one sounds amazing as somebody who you know i always wanted to start my own restaurant but definitely sounds like and and my boss always tells me that you know one of those businesses that sounds sexy is but not but is a grind is a grind like how yeah but but yeah he, you know his his episode on the restaurant came out on 11th march where he interviewed jonathan neeman building the modern restaurant and you you'll really understand the whole industry from a different lens and when you land up analyzing kamath hotels if that's a restaurant you know group that you're planning to purchase you'll land up you know analyzing that company from the lens what patrick o'shaughnessy is given you so patrick o'shaughnessy can be taken as a as a binocular or a lens that you could use to analyze a particular company that you're buying into fantastic podcast i i jay i'm sure will be going through all of this after cf exam right now he's next deep with the cf study absolutely but And i think he's given quite a bit today yeah no i mean for, this is 
even even for me, I mean, at the beginning of the episode itself, I told Manish that Manish is a is somebody who reads and listens and constantly accumulates knowledge, and uh, and me myself, I I have my hands full after the CFA with all of the resources that that Manish has discussed so far. Right after CFA, I'm sure you you'll be sharing three more books and four more podcasts if we ever record yes. part two of this. <laughs> absolutely, but, absolutely. But but guys, everything that we've spoken in this podcast itself is truckloads of information. We don't expect you to go through all of it. We don't expect you to buy all the books or subscribe to all the podcasts or subscribe to all the newsletters out there. Even if you pick one resource out of what we discussed, trust me, you'll be twice as good. Or, or you know, as you are today in terms of your ability to invest well. Correct. So I, I agree one hundred percent. I encourage you to pick one. Maybe you can see all of it online, and then go with what your heart tells you. Okay, I would like to start with this blog or this podcast, and then I can bet. Jay will also agree with me. Every resource we shared on this podcast will take you through a rabbit hole or search, which will open up so many resources for you. You will enjoy the ride. So pick any one that we shared. and go down that path and see where it takes you absolutely i agree just do it yeah absolutely absolutely so guys that's it from us okay Jay. and uh, have guys. have a great weekend you know well a week have a great week to come and yeah we'll catch you next week yes and we shall catch you next week and bring you loads of value as we always try to and aspire to do have a smashing week ahead guys love you Bye. Jesse, take care, guys. Take care, man. See you. Take care. Bye.